What's good, y'all? The indefinable Sterling Golden is in the building. This is the Chop Session, and we thank you once again for locking in with us here on BostonFreeRadio.com for our Chop Session series. And right now, y'all, you know, I got to say right now that this week here on the Chop Session, we have someone pretty dope in the studio as we speak, and her first time on our show, actually. And of course, out of Bulgaria, she is doing amazing things. And making headlines, too, from what I have seen on social media. More on that in a moment. But, Leah, you are doing epic stuff right now. And welcome to the Chop Session, love. What is good? How are you? Hey, Sterling. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great. I'm very happy to be here. I'm very happy to see you again. It's been yes. a while. Been a while, definitely, yeah. you know, and You've we're been happy. doing some great things too. Congratulations on the start of the show. Thank you very much. You know, it's been a good time. Yeah. No question about it. No question about it. And I'll tell you right now, you guys, we're going to get right into the shits right here with Leah because she's been doing a lot since the last time she was on the radio with me. That, of course, being the Sterlingtology Live morning show uh, just under a year ago now, yeah. actually, you know. So before we get to all of that, though, this is a brand new situation for you, a brand new conversation, if you will, here on the Chop Session. So mm-hmm. we're going to get right into that. Okay. So for the listeners out there who may not know, everything about Leah, okay, do tell, talk us up about what you've been doing, where you've been, you know, what you've been up to, what's happening. Uh, I've been making a lot of new music. I've been writing. I've been working on producing some of the new songs. I've been doing gigs. I was in Bulgaria for three weeks. Shout out to anybody from Bulgaria who's listening right now. And... Yes. Uh, I, it was amazing. I hadn't been home in almost a year, actually a year. Mm-hmm. So that was great. Uh, I was able to see my friends, my family, do some shows, catch up with everybody. It was really fun. Definitely. Definitely. You know, I got to say that with Leah, you know, this is somebody who generates so much, you know, passion, so much feeling in her music. And it's evident when you hear, you know, her work from years past, you know, she's been at it for a couple of years now. I first met Leah late 2018 at the old Far Out Studio in Boston, Mass. Yeah, here I remember. In the USA. That was such a fun show. <laughs> it really was, Leah. Yeah. You know, great time that was. You remember how you put me on the spot? Of course I do. Yeah, he put me on the spot, everybody. He made, <laughs> it was like, sing something for me to see if <laughs> you're good enough to come on my show. <laughs> I remember this. And, and I'm here, so. <laughs> and how many times you've been on since? Three. <laughs> I know, right? Amazing, you know, isn't it? But I'm really, it's really awesome to have you here again. You know, and I just want to say here and now that uh, for our listeners out there worldwide, there's been a lot going on since that time. Yeah. Okay. You had an EP, of course, at the time. Yeah. You know, so for those who may not know about the EP that dropped around that time, okay, yeah. talk us up about what that work was and what it was all about. EP was really fun. It's uh, five songs. So it's a small album, five songs, and it's called Past Lives. It's available everywhere, all streaming platforms. It's a bunch of songs that I wrote either on my own or with some friends and about relationships and moments in my life that are from a long time ago. So that's why it's past lives, because it really feels like some of the things were a whole lifetime ago. But uh, at the same time, I felt like I needed to express myself through those songs in order to move forward and create other art. So that's that. That's a lot of a lot of emotions in that that EP. 
a lot of emotion and really, you know, just just so much to dig into musically. Yeah. So many layers to yeah. Leah on that Thank record. You. You know? Oh, thanks. Criminal is ah, one that's such your song. favorite one, right? That, off that record, definitely. <laughs> off that record, definitely. You know, <laughs> Criminal is one that Leah performed for us actually yeah. the night of that party. Yes. You know, and then for Sterling Tology Live's six uh, hundredth episode in uh, twenty eighteen. You, in I fact, performed that. Criminal. Yeah, I love coming here then. It was such a party. It really was. Yeah. I was the human tripod for you that day. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to hear that performance, you can go to actually our sister podcast, The Sterling Perspective. We did an episode of The Sterling Golden Radio Files uh, several months ago, and that clip is available in the yes, archives. go and listen to it. Absolutely. <laughs> so let's catch up listeners from that point. Okay. Okay, so since that time, what's been going on with Leah lately? You know, the brand new stuff going on. We're about to hear a track that was released uh, some months ago. Yeah. In a few minutes here on the show called Carnival. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Before we get to that, though, a lot going on the last 12 months with you. Yeah. Okay. So just catch us up, you know, from the time you were last here. Okay. You know, what's been happening with Leah? Chat me up. Okay. So I released last year in January, I released Art. Mm-hmm. which I wrote for my boyfriend. And I actually released it the day of our sixth anniversary. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun. It was like a little gift for him for our anniversary. And then uh, um, in March, I released Unbound. Mm-hmm. And it, I released it on March 8th, which is uh, International Women's Day. So, And the song is about self-love and empowerment. So I purposefully released it on March 8th. And then I released Carnival in April, which is the song that you were talking about. And that one I actually wrote for my best friend. And it was her gift for Christmas, the the Christmas before that. So a good point to take out of this is that if you're friends with me, I will write songs for you. So be friends with me. (laughs) (laughs) I can dig it. (laughs) So yeah, that's everything I've released. Uh, That was the last song I've released. And since then, I've been working on a few other songs. And I have a lot of new songs that I'm working on. They're fun. Some are more upbeat and fun. Some are a little bit more um, slow and a little bit angry. Right. This will happen. This uh, yeah. will happen. A, a wide range of emotions, you yeah. guys, when it comes to Leah. Of course. It's art, after all. Like, I just, I love creating. So I don't always stick to one particular emotion or I don't try to be, okay, I need to just do upbeat stuff that people can dance to. It's like whatever I feel like I yeah. try to create. And yeah, I shot a music video that's going to be coming out at the end of this month. <gasps> and oh. you're the first people to hear about Let's that. hear more about this music video, Leah. Don't keep us waiting. <laughs> okay, so the music video is to my song Never Ending Night, which is part of the Past Lives EP. Mm-hmm. I shot it with CJ, that's Charles J Productions. He's a great videographer in the New England area. And with Corrine Justine, who is uh, a friend of mine from the Boston Conservatory. She's a dancer. Mm-hmm. And I had the concept for that video for almost two years, so a year and a half, since pretty much since the release of Past Lives. Right. I wrote down the concept of the video, and I just never could find the right people to shoot it with until I was able to partner up with CJ and Kareen. So CJ shot it. We did it for two days, all three of us, two days, 12 hours a day of shooting in a tiny, tiny motel room. Right. Uh, and Kareen did the dance choreography that's 
in parts of the video, there's a little bit of a dance choreography. So Corrine did that. Uh, and it was, it was really fun. It was a lot of, uh, coffee, donuts, and shooting really nice scenes, I guess. Hey. <laughs> I hope, I hope people <laughs> like it. It was, it was fun for me, but I hope everybody likes it. I know we will. Hopefully. This much I know for a fact. Now, which emotion, when you record music, when you write music and that kind of thing, Leah, you arrange emotions that run the gamut, okay? Mm. Which one do you think, you know, do you best identify with when you're recording? Which one do you prefer? What is the most natural place for you that our emotion comes from in terms of like happiness, sadness, anger? Honestly, The I best music, where does it come from for you? I feel like a lot of sad emotions come for me when i write mm -hmm. and when i perform i don't know why because overall i am a happy person i'm a positive person but and i do i am very happy when i perform but sometimes when i write i always go into those like sad emotions for some reason yeah yeah it just it just it just happens so sad emotions for you yeah, not only, but yeah. a lot of the time. Sometimes I need to be like, okay, okay, let me write something happy now for a change. Right. <laughs> I get that feeling completely, Leah. Yeah. I know it. You know, I'll tell you right now, you guys, you know, when you see Leah perform as I have, when you hear her music and that kind of thing, you hear so many emotions that come forth Thank in her you. music. And it is no exception with her new music, you know, the most recent single was Carnival, of course. A new video is coming at the end of this month, as you shall see, you know. And right now, in fact, we're going to be hearing the song Carnival. Aww. So tell us more about the song. Carnival? Yes, please. Okay, so I wrote it, like I said, for my best friend. I don't know if she's here listening. I hope she is. Otherwise, she's not a good of a friend as I thought she was. <laughs> But yeah, I wrote it for her and because for me, mm -hmm. I, I find it hard to find really good friends. Right. Uh, since I've been really young, I've always found it hard to have good friends. You know, there are some people who like have really good friends since their childhoods and that I don't have a whole lot of that. I have good friends, but not a whole lot. So for me, I always think that finding a person who you trust and who can be there for you through like the years. It's very hard. And when I found her, we became friends. Mm -hmm. uh, and the first, the, I remember the first day we met, it was so weird because anyway, we didn't thought that we would click. Right. Th thought that we would like each other. I thought that of her and she of me, but then we became very close. And since then we've been really good friends and I just hope that doesn't change. So that carnival, it also has that uh, sad emotion that um, in the first part of it, it, it's happiness in the sense of, okay, I found somebody. Well, actually, in the first part is pretty much uh, saying that how when I was growing up, people and friends used to come and go and disappear from my life like chalk after rain. That's the exact lyric. Yes, it is. But uh, And then it goes into, okay, I found you. And I'm happy to have you. But then again, it goes into that sad emotion of please don't leave like any everybody else has left. So it is a, a happy song in the sense that it's a song for her. It's showing how much I love her. But also it's kind of sad because I'm like, okay, she's going to leave like other people have left. But she hasn't so far. So let's hope she doesn't. Exactly. <laughs> but she's a great friend, you know? And I think I think it's good to write songs for your loved ones. 
It is indeed. And right now, you guys, we're about to hear that song for Leah's loved ones. It is called Carnival. And then after that track, we're back in two minutes here on the Chop Session with more about Leah and more music from Leah as well, as well as information on who's on next week with the Chop Session here on Boston Free Radio. But for now... Here is Leah with Carnival. This is the Chop Session. I am the indefinable Sterling Golden, and this is BostonFreeRadio.com. It's hard to believe that you're with me When I was just a little girl I will watch the days roll by They will flow in endless worlds Couldn't catch them if I tried The same would happen with all my friends They disappear like chalk after rain A roller coaster of days And I wasn't part of the game So it's hard to believe You're with me in this carnival Well, friends
From the hub of the solar system to the world, bostonfreeradio.com. Diane Wong here announcing a new radio program. Let's talk about race. From our beginnings as a white supremacist society to our current existence as a white supremacist society, race is a topic that affects us all, and yet we have difficulty talking about it. Why is race so difficult? Why can't we talk openly about white supremacy? Why don't we like to talk about white privilege? Why is internalized oppression shrouded in mystery? What about lynching? What about gerrymandering and the current Black Lives Matters debate? We'll talk about all of it. Come and join us Thursdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Let's talk about race. Boston Free Radio. As humans, we ask ourselves all kinds of questions. But what if we were forced to ask ourselves a question every day that affected the outcome of the most basic things, the most important things in our lives? The question is, what is your sexual orientation or gender identity? And the answer is the difference between keeping your job or getting fired. The answer is the difference between staying in your home or getting evicted. The answer is the difference between receiving medical treatment or not. Because in 30 states, it's legal to discriminate against people based on their answer to this question. LGBT Americans have the right to say, I do, but they don't have the same basic rights as everyone else. Get the facts at beyondido.org. Brought to you by the Gill Foundation and the Ad Council. From Washington. Laid off and trying to keep our little kids from realizing that mommy and daddy haven't eaten in a while. Roger, from California. I'm grateful we could afford our son's surgery. I'm nervous that now we can't really afford food. Daniel, from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Donna from Louisiana. The storm just hit, and we went from donating to the food bank to needing it. Keisha from South Carolina. I've been skipping meals so my two kids can eat, but filling up on water doesn't really work. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America. Hi, and the I'm Ad Heather. And I'm Mike. And, and we're, we're the, the hosts of Make It Stop. Stop. Bad music. Good times. From butt rock balladeers to the wackest of MCs. From washed up cocaine casualties to schmaltzy 80s cheese. Tune in to Make It Stop as we're joined by musicians, comedians, podcasters, and tastemakers to break down the worst albums ever recorded. We dive in track by track. We dissect, we debate, and we sort out the how and why of some of the most misguided, confounding, and egregious missteps in music history. We cover the gamut from alternative and underground bands like The Shags, Earth Crisis, and Five Iron Frenzy to mainstream acts like Creed, Justin Timberlake, and the Black Eyed Peas. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts, so look us up. And before you know it, you'll be begging us to make it stop. Make it stop, a bad music podcast. This 
just in. You're listening to Boston. We are back here on the Chop Session on BostonFreeRadio.com. I am the indefinable Sterling Golden with Leah here this week. And, of course, Leah has, you know, been on my show several times in the past. But the Chop Session is a brand new voyage for Leah and here we are doing this thing, you know. And you guys out there, you'll find out after the next break who is on for next week here on the Chop Session here on Boston Free Radio. So, Leah, with yes. uh, all this being said, okay, so I know that another one of your favorite passions in this life is fashion. Yeah, I love fashion. Okay. In fact, you guys, you know, she's rocking a pretty basic but <laughs> still dope fashion today. Some brand names I will not shout out on this show because no free clout on the shop session. Yep. <laughs> you know, but I will say that uh, we talked the first time here on this uh, very same airwaves, you know, the Sterling Tology Live morning show, how you had a dream to one day perform at the Victoria's Secret show. But okay. I want to perform anywhere, but that's like... It's not my dream specifically to perform there. It's just like one of a cool place to perform. But I would love to perform at so many like places and festivals and stuff like that. But the Victoria's Secret show Mm -hmm. just is like a pretty show. And I love seeing like people like Rihanna has been on there. Lady Gaga has been on there. So it's like really pretty. But yeah, I would I would definitely do that. That's fun. But it's it's Definitely. one of the things I want to do. Yes, it is. <laughs> but yes, also, there is. was no Victoria's Secret show this year, last year. Now, why was that? Why, why? was that? Why was there no show last year? I'm not exactly sure, honestly. I think they. I I don't know why, but in general, I've heard some things that they have not been very inclusive, and if that's the reason. Maybe there should be more in- inclusive. Hmm? More inclusivity, please. Yeah, because, I mean, I love the angels that are there right now, like Josephine and all that. They're beautiful, amazing, sweet girls. But I do think that there should be more diversity on the Victoria's Secret stage. And I'm all for that. So if there's no show until that happens, I'm okay with that. What do you think right now in fashion is really killing it in terms of designers, models, things of that nature? Hmm. Let's see. Well, the people like Adriana Lima and mm-hmm. Candy Swanepoel are like one of my favorite models, of course. Yeah. I love Winnie Harlow. She's oh, yes, Winnie Harlow. So mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. I can't stand her. It's aggressive how beautiful she is. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Uh, but yeah, I love her. I, I like Josephine Scri- Scriber. Scriber. I'm not sure. I saw right. her in New York for like from far and for one second. She's so beautiful. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're, I don't know, they're all amazing. This is certainly true. Yeah. This is absolutely true, you know. And I'll tell you right now, you guys, you know, even though fashion is kind of the, the secondary passion behind music yeah. for Leah. Yeah, I just like to you know. express myself through fashion. You do it so wonderfully. You know, look yeah. at her social media at Leah Official underscore on Instagram, and you will see that Leah serves up looks like few others can. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's fun. It's fun. It definitely is, you know. Now, back to music. Okay, I will say that another thing that maybe some of our listeners out there on the Chop Session may not be aware of is the fact that you have such a great ear for some of the more iconic bands in the years past as well, in particular, Hall of Famer's Queen. Yeah, I love Queen. Are a huge passion of yours. I love Freddie. What first interested you in Queen? 
Uh, I don't know. It's just the sound is beautiful. The music is beautiful. I grew up listening to a lot of um, like classic rock because of my dad and my cousin and my uncle. Uh, and I've listened to that. I've I've just listened to a lot of good music when I was young, which I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Queen is I I love them. It's like especially I love Freddie. Freddie Mercury. I even I actually saw them 2016 live with um, uh, Adam Lambert. Adam Lambert. Yeah. Oh my God, he's such an amazing performer and vocalist and overall human. He was just so fun, and they sounded amazing. It was it was amazing. It was such. An experience like I'll never forget that I was wearing a spiky bra. <laughs> That's all I. Remember. Oh my god! <laughs> I was wearing a transparent shirt and uh, one of these bras that have like spikes through yeah. the entire thing, like big spikes. It was fun. It that was is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. You know, I will say that uh, you mentioned Adam Lambert. Yes. Earlier on. He's so good. There's actually, this is where you and I intersect in terms of our tastes. Yeah. Okay. Because now Adam Lambert has been sitting in for the late Freddie Mercury, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, with Queen as a tour live. But did you know that in 2008, when Adam Lambert was in the finals for American mm-hmm. Idol? Didn't he win? I don't believe he did. I mean, if he did, I don't remember. I'll have to look that up right now because yeah. my memory is failing me on that. Yeah, me too. But either way, he's he's doing okay. We were, we're not worried about him. <laughs> well, I will say that uh, Adam Lambert actually performed with Kiss. I think yeah. I might know that. <laughs> I think I've seen that, but I don't think I've seen like the actual mm-hmm. performance. But I, either you told me, like I have some kind of memory... About yeah. that, but I don't know. Adam Lambert was in the finals, and of course they have the big uh, finalist show yeah. every time, and they get to play with I- iconic acts or whatever like that. And Adam Lambert was backed up by Kiss doing uh, Detroit oh, Rock City and Rock and Roll All Night. That's insane. Do it you, was. Do you know who performed with Queen? I don't know which year it was, like 2000, maybe six, 17, 18. Jessie J did yeah. a song with Queen, and she was wearing... A humongous, bright yellow uh, trench coat with a huge tail in the back. Like, by huge, I mean like 20 feet long. It was humongous. Because, you know, the cla- the classic re- um, yellow yeah. uh, coat uh, that Freddie wears? Yeah. So she was wearing, she was doing an homage to that by wearing this huge yellow coat. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. I think it was at the Olympics. Can you look that up? I shall. By yes, the way, Jay. she's one of my favorite vocalists. By the ever. way, you guys, it was Chris Allen that won in 2009. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, and it was one of those years where everyone was like, no, Adam, Adam should have won. It's just a uh, queen. Adam should have won, they said, you know. And it was one of those things where I myself believed Adam should have won it. You know, this was my opinion, though. But you guys out there may feel differently. I'm not sure. You know, and right now we're looking up. Uh, there it is, in fact, right now, Jesse yeah, J and right. uh, I Queen. What she's wearing, and this was so long. You know, so long. It, actually, you got you could rock that. I would love to rock that. You could rock performing that performing with Queen. Are you kidding me? That's serve. that's my dream. See, performing at a Victoria's Secret show, eh? I would do it. It's it's no, it's not. Uh, it's it's amazing. I would absolutely love that. But yeah. performing with Queen. Oh, my God. I get it. 
No, I get it. You know, one of the great rock and roll bands of all time. No question about that. Even better performing with Queen at a Victoria's Secret fashion show. Hey, mm -hmm. there you go. <laughs> there you go, Leo. You could rock that shit, definitely. Victoria's Secret, give me a call. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, in fact, a 2012 Olympics closing ceremony yeah, where Jesse J and Brian May of Queen uh, were doing their thing. You know, it was in fact Queen itself, you yeah. know, and they're doing their thing. And we're like some photos right now from that performance. And I got to say, this is some good shit. Yeah. I love this picture right from there. from the mm -hmm. two sides of the stages and her coat is literally the entire stage when she's walking. So they're meeting at the two ends and they, I dig that. they meet in the center and start performing. It's it's amazing. She is yeah. so amazing. She's one of my favorite, favorite artists and singers. We're looking at a gif right now or a gif of... Jesse J with that Freddie Mercury-esque uh, jacket on. Yeah. You know, and uh, some excellent stuff that happened that night. But yeah, we that's a performance for the ages, as they say. Yeah. You know, no, no, no question about that. You know, but yes, Leah being a big fan of Queen. Mm -hmm. If you could cover a Queen song, actually, mm -hmm. and record it. Yeah. Which Queen song would you cover, Leah? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love Who Wants to Live Forever. You know that one? Of course I do. I love that song so much. It's just the writing on it. So maybe that one. I love it. Yeah. I love it. You know, you would do that oh. song justice. Thank you. I want to do all of them. No, I can't think of one, <laughs> but that's that's one that I always think about when I'm asked something about them because it's such a beautiful song. Yeah, it is. It is, you know, but then again, is there ever a Queen song that one can say was not? Yeah, true. This is true. This is true, you know, and we're going to have a whole lot more to discuss with Leah here on the Chop Session now through 5 p.m. U.S. Eastern time, you guys. Believe it or not, we're just getting into the flow of things here. You know, you heard it, guys. You heard it. I don't, maybe it's the cologne. I don't know. But I will say that you'll find out after the break who's on next week here on the Chop Session. And also find out more what's happening with the Sterling Perspective podcast. We'll update you on things with that as well after the break. But right now we have another track for you. This one actually dropped uh, about a year ago. Unbound yes. is the title. Tell us more about Unbound. Unbound is a song about self-love, acceptance, empowerment. It's just a song about feeling like you love yourself and if somebody questions that you don't care about it because you love yourself yes you do and you're unbound exactly and you know leah is best when unbound hey <laughs> exactly and here is leah with unbound then we have a two minute break and we're back with the chop session in that time i am the indefinable sterling golden this is bostonfreeradio.com Stay up all night Singing songs to the crowd And living in the light I love the way that look at me When no one else would turn I love the way you look at me Like I got nothing else to learn Take a bow Now you know your time is done Oh, the world's a stage But you play I was told why 
freeradio.com Every Monday night, tune into the misery of cities from 8 to 9 for 40 years of lost psychedelic, kraut rock, new wave, post-punk, indie, shoegaze. Found again and heard only on Boston Free Radio. US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT G-O-A-T Acronym Stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti Sandwiches for Dinner They're my fave Dad You're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Adkins. Between me, you see, we are the boys. It's painful concert number three. We are the boy band. We're five annoying teens. We are the boy band. Always singing on key. You love your kids enough to take them to see their favorite uh, band. Love them enough to make sure they're buckled up in the back seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Transportation. Never Stop the Madness. Tuesdays at 9 p.m. BostonFreeRadio.com Hey, you're listening to Boston Free Radio, the best and fresh live and local music. Only on BostonFreeRadio.com. We are back here on the Chop Session on BostonFreeRadio.com. And, of course, I am the indefinable Sterling Golden with Leah. Next week here on the Chop Session, you guys, we have a dear friend of mine in the industry, model and photographer extraordinaire as of late, as well as actress, Misty Lockhart will be here in a week on Thursday, 4 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time on my nephew's birthday, no less. So, yes, check your favorite podcast app for listings for encore uploads as well of the Chop Session. If you tune in for this episode late, say no more, fam. We got you. Encore uploads of each Chop Session happen Monday mornings at 6 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time. And that includes this one with Leah, which will be uploaded this coming Monday morning. 
at Yay. 6. And by the way, the Sterling Perspective podcast returns with new episodes on Friday, April the 10th. But till then, check this out at Footprint.tv, part two of our recent interview held on by the Magazine TV Network is now online. You can watch that with myself, Tiara, and Jules doing our thing with Danielle Rocco back at 7.3 Tavern Kitchen and Patio for CBS HD and the Footprint Network. So you can watch that, and that will keep you tied over until we, get, until we make our return on the 10th of April. You're on, on the, yeah, the BFR Podcast Network with the Sterling Perspective Podcast, you guys. But for now, we're with Leah here. You know, So on the heels of you making a new music video, Leah, okay, the 2020 Vision Board has got to be stacked right now for you. Okay, so talk me up here. What's in the future for you without revealing too many of your battle plans? Give us an idea of what's things to come. Okay, so I have a few songs that I'll be releasing. I can't tell when exactly, so just self-promo, a little brag, but like follow me on socials because yes. I'll be posting there when things start to pop up. And yeah, I have a few releases coming up. I have shows. I'm going to New York tomorrow and Philly on Saturday. I have two shows there. I can't wait. It's going to be my first New York show and my first Philly show. Tell us more about those. Uh, it's going to be acoustic shows and uh, in... Uh, New York and on Friday, tomorrow night, and mm -hmm. Philly on Saturday. By the way, I've been to Philadelphia only once, and you know how that happened? How? Last year in January, when I was coming back from Bulgaria, uh, January 20th, I remember, it was there was a snowstorm in Boston, of course, and mm. our plane was just going in pretty much in circles in the air. It was like, okay, we can't land because they didn't clean uh, where we were supposed to land. It wasn't clean after the snowstorm. Yeah. So all of a sudden, the pilot was like, hey, everybody, we're going to Philly. <laughs> and, we, and we landed <laughs> oh, in Philadelphia. Yeah, and there was no flights back. There were no buses back. There was nothing to come back to Boston oh, that night. Oh, my God. Yeah, so we spent the night in Philly. Then the next day... Uh, me and my boyfriend were tourists. We saw everything. Well, I mean, not everything. We saw a lot of things. We saw the Liberty Bell. We saw the Rocky statue. We saw the, this whole neighborhood of mosaics. And there was mm -hmm. a little uh, museum of mosaics or however they're called. It was very beautiful. And then we came back to Boston. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope on your travels to Philadelphia, you avoided the so-called King of Steaks. What is that? Okay. <laughs> so I made my way to Philadelphia a few times in my life, okay? And my first time going, I learned firsthand that Pat's King of Steak is taught as touted as the most legendary of all cheesesteaks, the home of the cheesesteak, and uh -huh. blah, 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 blah. Well, my first trip there many years ago, I learned how overrated the Pat's King of Steak is because the secret ingredient with Pat's King of Steaks is they put cheese whiz on um, the cheesesteak. That's where they get you. That's disappointing as fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I expected something amazing. It's something legendary. Instead, it's cheese whiz. <laughs> cheese whiz. That's so funny. I just could not believe this shit, you know? I mean, for real, man. Yeah. Cheese whiz, you guys. I can't even believe that's a real thing, but it is. Yeah, I don't remember eating anything 
in particular. It was just, it was so cold though. It was the coldest I've been in my life. It was incredibly cold. I hope it's not as cold on Saturday. It's supposed to actually warm up a little bit. Yeah, in general, in Boston's been warm. We didn't really have a crazy winter this year here, right? We haven't I really, no. I missed three weeks of it, but from what I know, nothing too crazy, right? We haven't really. You yeah. know, if we had like one snowstorm yeah. back in like December. Yeah, I remember that one. I think yeah. it was, yeah. And then like one other one in January, a small one. Yeah. Or something like that. And then we just have been dodging them ever since. It's been relatively warm above average temperature for our area uh, since that time here in Boston. Yeah, I remember my first winter in Boston 2014. It was that the winter. Do you remember that? When every Monday the city was closed because oh my of God, a snowstorm? Yes. That was my first year in Boston. And what were your thoughts, you know, living here in Boston the first time and seeing all this? What were your thoughts about Boston? I was really cold. So I come from a country where we have all four seasons and it does get cold in the winter and it yeah. snows and all of that. Yeah. But no, it was not fun. Um, <laughs> I, I just no. get cold all the time. Like even summer nights, I'm cold. I like to be warm. And uh, yeah, it's it's not fun because Boston's cold nine months of the year. You know, it's yeah, it's really cold in the winter, but pretty much in February, March and April, even yeah. in May, it's cold. I remember I, I graduated in May and that month, only the day of my graduation was nice and sunny. But after that, it was raining, cold. It was miserable. Yeah. But now... Both New England. <laughs> but now, you know, winter is smiling upon you. It's been a much nicer winter. Yeah. So far. Yeah, true, true. It's It's been better, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. You know, now you guys out there, okay, check this out. So... Leah and I have been talking a little bit, you know, off break as well, you know, as Leah runs Instagram live yeah. during this show, you know, and something that came out when we were talking kind of caught my ear. I mentioned how our contemporary Nina, you know, has been rocking a lot of suits lately <laughs> on social media and Leah happened to let it slip that uh, she admires, you know, when a woman can rock a suit. Of course. You know? I did not let it slip. I said it loud and proud. <laughs> 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 Women in suits are awesome. I love wearing suits. And I think it's it's a cool thing. It's, it, yeah, it shouldn't be something that's not normal. Is it know? some now is there a particular kind of suit that you enjoy the best? Or? Uh, mm -hmm. No, I love a tailored suit and I also love a more baggy suit. It doesn't matter. I love more muted colors as well as I have a bright pink suit like pants and a and a blazer that are really tight uh, tight fitted uh, and they're bright pink and I love those and yeah, I just I just love a suit. There's one image that my assistant shared of you on social media this week of you in a pink blazer. Yes, that's that's part of my suit. I have the pants for that one too. Yeah, yeah, it's it's awesome. It's good stuff, you know. Yeah. And again, you guys out there, as you will see, not only does Nina rock it out musically, as you see on her social media, she rocks it up with fashion as well. Yeah, of course. You know, good stuff. Now with your travels, you know. Yeah. Now for those of you out there who have never been to Bulgaria. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm curious. I I have not been to Bulgaria. Okay. I've been to Brazil. I lived there yeah. for a while. You know, things like that. I've been to Australia. You know, and places like that around the world, but never Bulgaria. Okay, you should come in the summer. It's nice. Mm -hmm. so yeah. Talk me about. Sell me on Bulgaria. Okay. Let's see. So we have sea, the Black Sea. Mm -hmm. We have mountains. We have all four seasons. We have skiing in the winter. Do you ski? 
<laughs> I can barely skate, let alone ski, love. Okay. Uh, well, you can drink some hot cocoa. <laughs> okay. Uh, summer's nice. Beaches are fun. There's like specific uh, beaches for um, more partying. I don't know. Are you a party head or you're more of relax and vacation? OMG, Leah, let me tell you, my whole living, you know, not only is radio and things like that, but the nightlife has been a big part of what I yeah. do. So absolutely, you know, a party I'll, be the, head. I'll be the first one to say that. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm mean, the last one to go to bed and the first one to arrive at the party. That's cool. You know, yeah. So Sunny Beach is your place. That's the name of the place. It's okay. called Sunny Beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not been there since like a, being a teenager because it's too much for me now. It's too much. I still go to parties, but like... That's too much. Uh, and then it, it's fun. It's probably the cheapest country in Europe. So that's cool, especially because the dollar is almost like twice the lev. So one dollar is like 1.7 mm-hmm. lev. So like you're rich. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Coming with American money. Uh, and then... It's just fun. People were fun. The parties doesn't end, especially in the summer. Everybody's ha- in the winter. You can. Have you ever tried? I think. Um, how is there? How do you say it in English? It's like mm-hmm. warm red wine with spices. Yes. I think in Germany they have it's a like Glühwein. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So they do that with cinnamon and orange, and it's so. Good. So we do a lot of those in the winter, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it's a fun country to be, honestly. It's it's great. The language is a little bit hard for, like, because some people don't speak English, but most people do, especially young people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say that almost all of them speak English. Uh, there's a lot of, we have a lot of cafes. Right. Uh, so if you go to the main streets, there's always like restaurants and cafes open where you can sit and have a coffee and talk with friends. That, the whole sitting down for a coffee is very, uh, we do that a lot in Bulgaria. And I think in Europe in general, mm-hmm. people just go out for a coffee. Here it's not as much, but I've seen a few little coffee places open up on Newbury and stuff like that. So I love that. I love sitting for a coffee and just talking with people. This is true. You know. Did I sell you to go to Bulgaria? I was sold the minute I met you in the first ah. place, Leah, but now I'm more sold than ever. Good. You know, no doubt about it. You know, you guys out there too, I'll tell you. You know, I mean, not only, you know, can Leah tell you a thing or two about that, but musically, she tells you everything, you know, from a range of emotions, a range of sounds, that kind of thing. You can find her on all platforms as well. You know, look up Leah and look for great tracks like you heard earlier on, Carnival. You heard Unbound, This Worst Criminal as well, you know, and you will find out just why her sound is so hypnotic and why she is destined to be one of your future favorite pop stars. Aw, thank you so much. They say, aw, thank you, but I say it's from the truth, you know? I mean, you really are destined for that, Leah. Thank you. I very much appreciate it. You know, I mean, now... We mentioned earlier on, now here's one more for you now to build off of the earlier Victoria's Secret thing and Queen and all that. Now, you said that one of those dreams would be playing with Queen at the Victoria's <laughs> Secret show. Yeah. But realistically, be fun, it? it would be fun. Yeah. But what is the pinnacle for you? Where do you see yourself? What's the grandest stage for Leah? And where do you see it? What do you see for that? What do you envision? Uh, okay, so I definitely dream really big, but As you should. Mm-hmm. yes, I, I do think that it's absolutely okay to dream really big. 
But I do take everything step by step. I believe in the process. I'm okay wherever I land as long as I'm creating art that yes. reaches people, that touches yes. people. So I, sure, I would not be upset if I get to do humongous shows and tours and all the big stages, awards, blah, blah, blah. I would love that. But I try to focus on making art and reaching people's hearts. And wherever I end up, I'll be okay as long as I'm doing what I love. And you will be doing so much more of that in the weeks and months to come and years to come, Leah. The future is brighter than ever for you. We're proud of you. I know I am. I always will be. Thank you. you. And you guys out there, we're happy that you locked in with us today. In case you locked in late with this episode, it'll be uploaded 6 a.m. this Monday, U.S. Eastern Time. You can check out the full conversation with Leah that way in your favorite podcast app. Check your favorite podcast app for listings, of course, for the CHOP session. And Leah has a brand new music video dropping end of this month. And just back up to the fact that tomorrow and this weekend, Leah is performing Unplugged in New York City and in Philly here in the USA. I can't wait. So if you're in the area in any of those parts of the East Coast, pull up to see Leah. And where are these shows happening, by the way? They're at secret locations, actually. So I don't know. Or I cannot tell you. Sorry? That was a good lead, and they gave you, didn't I? I set it up, and you teed it right off. Yes. Uh, not planned. <laughs> no, yeah, they're at secret locations in the city, so only the people that bought tickets will find. They probably found out today, the ones. So you usually find out a few days before the show. You get an email saying where you should go. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's really cool because it's intimate. It's exclusive in that sense that you don't know where you're going and you actually the people who are coming uh when they buy a ticket they don't know who they're seeing either and it's going to be a surprise it's going to be three bands three artists and i can't wait to hear the other people absolutely you guys out there come see leah live and unplugged this weekend and if you're locked in on Boston Free Radio, we have the Villain's Den up next at 5. And then let's talk about race at 7. And then, of course, Future Perfect at 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. And next week, Misty Lockhart is on the CHOP session. And also, once more, the Sterling Perspective podcast returns new episodes on April the 10th. We're going to close it out with one more Leah track. It's called Art. Oh, okay. yay. Tell us more about art real quick. Art, I wrote for my boyfriend and I released it on our sixth anniversary as my gift to him last year, January 25th. Uh, Yeah, it's a song about love and it's a song about saying that things are not forever and that that, that's okay. Like that's the reality. Nothing is forever. And I don't mean my love or something like that. It means life. Life is not forever. We're only granted 80, 85, 90 years if we're lucky. So I think we should make the most out of that and share love. I agree 100% on that, you guys. And we love Leah out here for sure, you know. And here is Art to close things out here on the CHOP session. And we will see you next week, 4 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. Until then, this is the CHOP session. And I say stop. Thank you, Leah. Thank you for having me. Yes.
Nothing lasts forever. 